I'm going to go back to community, surrounding yourself with positive people. The people you hang out with play such a huge, they make such a huge impact in your life. And so if you're hanging out with people who, um, you know, they, they don't eat healthy, they don't exercise, they don't really take care of themselves, that might not, you know, be easy for you to be around if you're really trying to clean up things and you're trying to really honor your body and, and take care of your skin. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. This episode is brought to you by Covey, the perfect skincare routine that's simple and effective with just three essentials for healthy skin. Shop the Covey routine at CoveySkin.com and get 10% off with code HelloBeauty. That's H-E-L-L-O-B-E-A-U-T-Y. To help spread the word of positive inner beauty, I invite you to please subscribe, rate, five stars would be lovely, and leave a review on Hello Beauty. This makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Thanks and enjoy this episode. This podcast episode is not to be used as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Hey there, Joyce Baton here and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Dr. Trevor Cates. Dr. Trevor Cates is a naturopathic physician, USA Today best-selling author of Clean Skin From Within, founder of The Spa Doctor, and host of the Women's Doctor podcast. She recently launched a nine-part docuseries called Hormones, Health, and Harmony, featuring major names like Suzanne Summers, JJ Virgin, Dr. David Perlmutter, and more. She was the first female licensed as a naturopathic doctor in California state history. She specializes in hormone balance and a holistic approach to skincare. Dr. Cates just released a book a few days ago on the 13th called Natural Beauty Reset, where she provides tools, resources, and confidence for readers to restore radiance and hormonal balance from the inside out. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Dr. Trevor Cates. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. Finally, a fellow podcaster. This is exciting. Yes, absolutely. You know how it goes. How are you liking producing your own podcast show? I love it. I mean, it's especially it was interesting during um, the pandemic when you can't really see people. At least I could see some of my colleagues on Zoom. I used to record my podcast in person. I can still do it, but I really love the flexibility over Zoom because a lot of people are not in LA or in different time zones, and we could just hop on a call and start the recording and just have an episode out. Yeah, yeah, I know. It makes it super easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to learn more about you. Hormonal imbalance, gut health, beauty and wellness. These are topics that I'm very passionate about. You are an expert in this field as a licensed naturopathic doctor who focuses on hormonal balance. I'd love to know what your background is and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I've yeah, been a naturopathic doctor for 22 years and 
it was when I was a kid that kind of set me on this path, this journey, because I had a lot of health issues and skin problems as a kid, had a lot of allergies and it showed up on my skin as eczema and hives, mysterious bumps and itchy rashes and sensitivities, all of those things. And my parents took me to see a lot of different specialists and I had allergic reactions or adverse reactions to every medication that they gave me. And so I just, I felt so miserable, but thankfully my parents didn't give up. They kept looking for solutions, which is what led them to find a holistic practitioner. Mm -hmm. And that was the one thing that really turned things around for me. And I remember being, I think, 11 years old and thinking, why did we have to go through all of this to get the solution? Why wasn't this presented right from the get-go? And so it sort of planted a seed. And then later on in my life, when I learned about naturopathic medical school, I thought this is just very much aligned with what I learned as a kid. And so it, but it wasn't until about 10 years into seeing patients that I started focusing more on skin because I think I'd always sort of known about this, how skin is an outer reflection of our overall health because of my own personal journey. But I started to get feedback from patients when I was working at the Waldorf Astoria um, Spa here in Park City. And they were doing it to my two-week weight loss program. And at the end of the two weeks, they would say, Dr. Cates, I've lost weight. I feel great. But what surprises me is my skin. I didn't know my skin could look this good. And to me, I was like, oh, of course. Well, you, you know, your skin is your largest organ and it's right on the surface of your body. So if, of course, it's going to give you clues about the you're going in the right direction with your health. But I realized that not everybody thought, realized skin of, and, you know, saw skin in this light. And so that's what led me to write my first book, Clean Skin from Within, and then also what led me to create the Spa Doctor skincare line and supplements to help my patients and, and then others to have solutions for their skin, both internally and externally with, with natural ingredients. And then I just, uh, <laughs> I had to write a second book. So Natural Beauty Reset is um, September 13th is when that's coming out. And so that one was, it was having a lot to do with hormones because women ask me so many questions about hormones and hormonal imbalances, how they relate to skin and aging and their overall health. And so that's, that's kind of been my journey. I love it. Speaking of hormones, majority of men and women are currently living with hormonal imbalance, which um, causes major issues like poor digestive health, skin issues like what you mentioned, lack of libido, even depression. What would you think is the first step in addressing hormonal imbalance? Because I know there's just a lot of factors that you can um, look into. Maybe we could start with what you've said, working at Waldorf Astoria. You've noticed that people that were doing your program, they've noticed a great improvement in their skin. So what is the first step in addressing this? Because it could be very overwhelming, especially with the availability of information now days with amazing experts like you, it's hard to navigate the world of, you know, health and wellness and even beauty. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I think one of the first things is to realize that our skin ex 
you know, gives us messages about our health. And so what we want to do is trying to look for the root cause rather than just quickly try and grab something to, for women, you know, like a lot of cover-ups and makeup. And even though makeup's fantastic, I have no problem mm-hmm. with makeup, you know, it's, but we should use makeup because we want to, not because we feel like we have to. And so we want that natural radiance so that we, if we have to run out and not have a chance to put makeup on, we're not embarrassed by our skin, right? Because our skin it's giving us this information so the first thing is try try to avoid that like wanting a topical to suppress or makeup to conceal but instead dig deeper deeper and try for what what are the root causes and so with um with my first book clean skin from within i talked about six root causes behind skin issues so there are things like nutritional deficiencies hormonal imbalances inflammation gut issues blood sugar imbalances, oxidative damage. So these are all things that trigger skin issues. And so what we want to do is try and figure out what is it that's triggering? What is the interfering factor? We want to remove those obstacles because our bodies are so amazingly wise, including our skin, our largest organ. And it, you know, when given the right tools, it can be clear of blemishes and age gracefully and do all of those fabulous things. It just needs the right tools to get it in balance. So tools being things like the foods we eat, stress management, sleep, um, you know, skincare products that we use and, and possibly using some supplements to then address root causes as well. You have a bunch of seven day reset programs. Does it really take only seven days to see an improvement in your skin and to restore hormonal harmony? So seven days is sort of the the beginning phase of it. Mm. So what I found over the years of seeing patients is when I first graduated from naturopathic medical school, I told people, okay, we've got six months. You're going to, you know, like we're going to work together for six months and you got to do all these things. And they're like, whoa, I can't commit to anything for six months. So then I started doing, okay, let's do two months. And then, you know, so what I realized though, over the years is that even a week, you can start to see a difference. And when you start to feel a difference and see a difference on your skin, and I mean, feel like more energy, sleeping better, better mood. When you start to feel it, then you're more motivated to stick with something. So seven days, that's why I call it a reset. It's not like it's a one-stop shop in seven days, you're going to solve all your problems, but it's a reset to help you get back on track or to get on track. If you're been, haven't been particularly living, you know, eating with healthy foods and moving your body regularly and doing mindset practices and using healthy skincare products. I know that all these tools are very effective, but sometimes it is really hard to stick to it. What are your tips in actually creating a long lasting plan? What worked for you in your experience? So I think one of the things is when you see and feel the difference yourself, then you're willing, more willing to commit to something long-term. So what I, I, what I do in my book, natural beauty reset is I have a symptom checklist. And so it, it helps because I think so many times when patients came in to see me and then when they came back, 
And I would ask them, how are they doing? And they're like, well, I'm really not sure. Be- because a lot of times we don't even realize that symptoms are related to our lifestyle choices. And so that's why I take a full inventory with my patients. And that's what I do for the book. It's like, here are a bunch of, of symptoms. Mark which ones you have. And let's see when you, after after seven days, do you still have any of these symptoms? Are you noticing any difference in these? And usually the answer is yes. And so at that point, then people are like, wow, I'm starting to sleep better. Oh my gosh, my skin just starts, is starting to shift. I'm not getting as many breakouts. Um, I, I have more energy. I'm, I'm not as bloated as I was. Mm. I mean, bloating can go away so fast if you get that back on track, but most people are living day to day so bloated and tired and not sleeping and breaking out and moody and all of these things on a regular basis, they don't even realize that what they're doing is related to that. A lot of times for women, they say, oh, it's just a normal part of being a woman. Mm. Like women, you know, we're bloated at certain times of the month or we're moody or we have difficulty sleeping or, Mm. or, you know, for both men and women, it's, well, I'm getting older now. And, and that is, I mean, I've heard that as early. I heard that from a gynecologist when I was 30 years old of, oh, honey, well, you're gaining weight because you're older now. You're not in your twenties anymore. And I think it's so absurd. I, I, I can't stand hearing that. And no, but I do, I have patients, I have followers that are in their eighties that are like doing great. They don't have these, you know, issues or women in their thirties and forties that are doing great. So we know what's possible, but I think a lot of times we, you know, we just lose, lose sight of that because we're so used to hearing society saying, oh, it's just, you know, gaining weight is getting, you know, part of getting older or hormonal acne is just regular thing or PMS is just something that women experience every month. Just because these things are common doesn't mean that they're normal or that we should put up with them and suffer through them. So that's really the biggest thing is when you feel the difference, when you see the difference, you're more likely to take make long lasting changes. And then the other thing is there are a few other things that so first is mm-hmm. noticing. Two, it's great to have a community or support of some sort. So whether it's like, you know, Joyce, your community, you know, the people are listening to your podcast and they feel like they're not alone because they're hearing, oh, there are all these other people that are doing this, that are eating healthy and doing these things and getting results. Or, you know, like uh, whether it's an online community or some sort of friend group or something, if you do things with people it tends to be easier to having a community. Um, Also just, I mean, I think for some people, it's just having a goal, giving yourself a timeline and going for it. And then what you might want to do is say, okay, in a month, I want to achieve this. And in three months, I want to achieve this. And six months, in a year, in five years, in 10 years. I mean, you could go as, as far out as you want, but it does help. And then just check back in with that. And it's not just like, oh, it's January 1st. It's let's me set New Year's resolutions, which people don't generally stick with because they do it once and then they don't follow up with it. And that's one of the reasons why I love doing the seven day reset for each season. So in my book, I have a seven day program but there are four of them because they're for each season. So it gives people an opportunity to do it again or to get back on track or to start for the first time for whatever time of year they're in. 
Is there a certain season where people experience more symptoms than the other? Like, for example, do people experience worse symptoms in the summer than the winter or vice versa? I think that it's it's different depending upon what we're talking about. When it comes to mood mm-hmm. issues, certainly wintertime is harder for most people. And that is because of shorter days, we have less sunlight. And um, so, and the sun's further away. And so that tends to impact our cortisol levels. So we tend to have higher stress hormones and we tend to have lower neurotransmitters like the feel-good neurotransmitters like mm-hmm. dopamine and serotonin. And so um, that's why in the, the reset program, when we go into fall, I really try to encourage people to do things to lower their cortisol because there are things we can do in lifestyle-wise to do these things and boost your feel-good neurotransmitters and other things like oxytocin and other things that kind of help us feel good as we go into shorter days, cooler days, sun further away. Even if you live somewhere where there aren't distinct seasons, the sun still changes and that impacts our hormones and how we feel. Um, And what's interesting though, is uh, sleep can sometimes be easier in the winter time though, because we do have more uh, darkness, which helps our melatonin production. So people might struggle more with their sleep in the summertime. So it's not like, you know, summer is all great (laughs) because also people tend to perspire more, it's hotter, they're tend to, you know, and so they might get more clogged pores, more breakouts if they're not doing good skincare, not eating healthy foods, then, um, you know, so that can happen too. So it just depends on what kinds of symptoms we're talking about, but there are definitely different issues at different times. And people's thyroid will change at certain times of the year. Um, And uh, so, I mean, it really, it really just depends on what symptoms we're talking about. Do you recommend that people get their thyroid checked on a regular basis, aside from getting their normal physical checkup with their primary care physician? Well, I think I, I personally, with my patients, I typically screen people for thyroid issues mm-hmm. because they're so common. They're, we're seeing thyroid disease, autoimmune thyroid disease, and hypothyroidism in particular more and more. And because it is one of the main, one of the main symptoms is fatigue. Mm-hmm. And um, so fatigue and weight gain, which are Two of the most common things that I see women for in particular, but really both men and women. And so it's it's important if you're having these types of symptoms, for sure, ask your doctor about getting, you know, testing your thyroid. And if you know you have a thyroid condition, you still want to check in periodically to get follow-up tests to make sure that your thyroid levels are in the optimal range. And, but the tricky thing is, is most doctors will only run one lab, which is a TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. But it's also good to get important to really understand your thyroid, the actual thyroid hormones, free T3 and free T4. And then also because autoimmune thyroid conditions are so common to make sure the doctor also adds another practitioner, adds in um, um, thyroid antibodies. And so, because these really help us understand more fully about what's happening with the thyroid. So that's, I mean, so some stuff like this is what I love doing in my book is educating people. Don't be afraid to ask your doctor for these things. And 
I, a lot of doctors, they just don't have much time to spend in the appointment. So if you go in prepared with your questions and say, hey, can you just add these things in? And some things your doctor might push back and say, hey, your insurance might not cover this. And then you have to decide if you're going to pay out of pocket for something. But at least you're going in in an educated way. And um, and what we want to do and why you know it's so great that you're asking this question about thyroid is we want to be proactive with our health and we want to make sure that we are the CEO, the CEO of our own health. We're in charge. And that our doctors, they're just had a, you know, they're helping us, they're helping with the tests and doing exams. And we're relying upon their their knowledge and their expertise, but you're the one in charge. So you, you know, being educated, being informed about these things and being proactive. Don't wait until you have a full-blown autoimmune thyroid condition, start noticing and say, my thyroid is not in optimal levels. Now's the time I want to start being proactive with my metabolism. What can I do to get ahead of this? I love that you are providing some tools to come in with our doctor with more confidence with these types of information, because how can we know what we don't know? The majority of us are really relying on the doctors to tell us what to do. So sometimes we're up and we're just like, how do we move forward then? Or what is the next step? Or you're just not aware of what step to take. Right, absolutely. And you know, I think medical doctors in particular, they're, you know, they're trained in a conventional mm-hmm. medicine approach. They want to think of like, what medication can I give you to, um, to address the condition that you have, but they're not necessarily, typically they're not going to have time to, or even the education or understanding to provide, um, uh, nutritional advice or, um, recommendations for your sleep, for stress management. A lot of times they just don't have the time to do that. And honestly, it's for most medical doctors, it's just not their expertise. Mm. And so, that's a, but there's the good news is there's a lot of information that you can educate yourself on these types of things. Uh, but the problem is I know it can be really overwhelming when you just start searching online and you're like, well, this diet says this, and this diet says this. And I know, um, so, uh, I think though, when you try something that you feel resonates with you, that it feels good, then you know you're on the right track. <laughs> it's no secret that we live in a society of consumption where what we read, what we eat, and what we put on our body affects our physical, mental, and emotional health. Can you expound on this? So I, I you know, I think so often we put things on our skin without really thinking about the fact that mm-hmm. it can get absorbed. Some of it does get absorbed into our bodies. And so there, for example, there are a group of chemicals called endocrine disrupting chemicals. These are known to be hormone disrupting chemicals. So what happens is these chemicals will bind to hormone receptors in the body and they will mimic or change the way they'll mimic hormones or change the way that the receptors function. And um, so endocrine disrupting chemicals have been linked to early puberty, infertility, period problems, uh, mood issues, thyroid problems, breast cancer, prostate cancer, a lot of different, really anything having to do with hormones, they could 
impact. So for example, if you get exposed to an estrogen mimicking chemical, then your body might think, oh, it's got more estrogen. So it's going to behave like it has more estrogen. So like even young men will start developing breasts. So breast tissue. So it's, you know, it's really disturbing that we expose to so many of these in our environment and personal care products are one of those places where we have control over it. We get to choose what we put on our skin. We may not have so much control over our work environment or we're driving on the freeway and there's car exhaust, but we have control over what we eat, what we bring in our homes, what we put on our skin, our personal care products. And um, so with personal care products, on average, people use nine personal care products a day, which exposes us to 126 unique ingredients. And that's according to the environmental working group. The problem with 126 unique ingredients, that's a lot of chemicals and in, in different ingredients, but the, the FDA has in the United States have only banned 11 ingredients in personal care products. Mm -hmm. So there are all these other chemicals that could be creating issues that you're not even aware of that are allowed in personal care products. And so it, it's really up to us as consumers to be a, be more aware of these types of things. So when you put things on your skin, realizing that it can get absorbed. So like we use hormone creams as a route of administrating hormone therapy. And then we put them on the skin because we know that they get absorbed into circulation. And other like nicotine patches or other medications it's a route of administering medications. So what you put on your skin, you, you want it to be as clean as possible. And so, I mean, I think that's a really important thing for a, that a lot of people don't even realize. To expound on heavy consumption, we are bombarded, especially being on social media, whatever we put in front of us, what we read, um, what we surround ourselves with, that also affects our mental, physical, and emotional health. What are your tips on improving this? Such a great question. I, I mean, I have, I have three kids and my two girls are 15 and 20 and I'm constantly concerned about the, what they're, you know, what they're seeing and what they're perceiving on social media and movies and TV and things. And I, I think it's so crucial for us to, uh, and this is a big part of what I talk about in the book is that, um, that's why I call it natural beauty reset is because Oftentimes we're looking all around us and comparing ourselves to everyone else. But we have to remember almost everybody on social media is using a filter or they're using special light to make themselves look good. Um, and, um, you know, a lot of magazines and things are, you know, this, those models are airbrushed. And so to not judge yourself, to not compare yourself to other people that you just try to do your best to do your personal best. And, and then realizing that your skin, what you see in the mirror is giving you information. It's giving you feedback about what's going on. So if you're having a day where you're breaking out a lot, then look back and say, okay, what, are, what have I been eating lately? Have I been more stressed lately? Have I been getting, getting enough sleep? What have I been doing? Did, did I change my skincare products? And just use that as information to get, or maybe to go get help, to go see uh, um, maybe a naturopathic physician or functional medicine doctor that can really get to the root cause of what's going on instead of beating yourself up about it. So I think one thing is to, you know, not 
judge or compare. And I know, I know it's hard not to do that, but um, do your best is just a, a friendly reminder to do that. And then also surrounding, again, I'm going to go back to community, surrounding yourself with positive people. The people you hang out with play such a huge, they make such a huge impact in your life. And so if you're hanging out with people who, um, you know, they, they don't eat healthy, they don't exercise, they don't really take care of themselves, that might not, you know, be easy for you to be around if you're really trying to clean up things and you're trying to really honor your body and, and take care of your skin and things and other people around you are not doing that. Whereas if you go, um, if you hang out with people that are more focused on that, you can find these people, whether it's online or in person. I mean, I remember moving to Park City, Utah um, 13 years ago. And so I'm 49 now. But 13 years ago, I remember moving to Park City and looking around at the women around like at like fitness classes and that I was hanging out with. I was like, wow, I thought I was in pretty good shape, but I can do even more. Mm -hmm. And so I got even fitter after moving to Park City. Um, and I feel like I'm fitter now than I was 13 years ago. Because And a part of it is the community is like everybody here is so active and they're outdoors and they're doing things. And it, it just really does impact the way that our, impact our behavior. Yeah, I totally agree. And these are such beautiful reminders, which actually leads me to my next question. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Oh, it's such, such a great question. Um, first of all, I would encourage you to read my book, Natural Beauty Reset. Yeah. I talk a lot all about this in my book, all the different ways to perceive your beauty. I think one of the big things, in addition to what we've been talking about when it comes to mindset, is that realizing that when your hormones are out of balance, it's sometimes hard to perceive your own beauty. And that was one thing that I learned personally and that I learned a lot from my patients is that when your cortisol levels are high or when your progesterone is dropping low or when your neurotransmitters are dropping, these are, they're going to change the filter in which you see yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you look in the mirror, you're not going to see your true beauty. And you know, that true beauty is really inside anyway. And so it's a combination of balance and mindset. And a lot of that balance goes back to hormones. Yeah, no, I love it. So what is something exciting in store for you? Could be personal and or your business. <laughs> um, I, well, personally, I'm, I just got married recently and I'm going oh, congratulations <laughs> in October. I can't wait for that. Um, professionally, of course, it's the new book is really, I'm really excited that that's um, out in our docu-series Hormones, Health and Harmony at um, hormoneseries.com. That's available as well. I love it. Quickly talk to me about your makeup, skincare and hair routine morning to night quickly include products. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the biggest thing that I use consistently is uh, my skincare line, the Spot Doctor four-step skincare system. So that includes a gentle cleanser, 
which is a, an oil-based cleanser, which is great for all skin types, but it's doesn't strip the skin. It doesn't dry it out. Um, and then an antioxidant serum to soak up all the antioxidants that can be beneficial for the skin, our light moisturizer, and then a plant-based oil blend. And I do that morning and night. Uh, if I'm going out into the sun, I, I wear a zinc oxide based sunscreen. And if I'm uh, doing a video or something, I'll, I'll put on a little bit of makeup, but I don't wear a lot of makeup. I, I use usually like a tinted sunscreen and then some natural mascara and uh, natural mineral based lip gloss or lipstick. And that's pretty much what I do. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like what you said, if you take care of yourself from the inside, it will definitely show on the outside and you don't have to do much. Yeah. Yeah. So where can listeners find you online? Yeah. So people can go to the spa doctor.com T H E spadr.com so doctor is abbreviated dr and also you can go to naturalbeautyreset.com to get um some bonuses to go with the book so if you go there you put in your order number and then we will send you we'll email you $500 worth in digital bonuses to complement the book, like workbooks and things. And then also hormoneseries.com to watch my nine part documentary series on hormones. I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Cates, for your time today. Thank you.